How are you? Hey, how is it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And we're joining you back again. Wow. It feels like a million years since we did the last episode. You, it this. literally has been like maybe one full week since we did I, our last episode and you already forgot how to do everything. It's been one week and I you straight up don't remember mm. how just to hits so good. Even when you don't do it musically, you can always I know, hear I it. See- <laughs> That's I exactly love that. what I was thinking. Um, yeah, we're yeah. here. It's just us this it's, time. It's November. We thought we'd, we'd fucking come in nice and slow. No guests, no <laughs> fanfare. Just like get ready for the long, long slog now that Politely. is the rest of your life with this podcast. <laughs> politely open the door and simply walk in instead of kicking or busting any doors down yes so as as promised i have this time a bunch of mentions because i didn't (laughs) have to only watch the movies that we were doing for october so some of these kids saying you watched films to enjoy them and not simply no 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 i didn't say that i said it's still for the podcast i just got to watch more of them you can tell because the the first one I have is uh, Hubie Halloween, which I could not help but watch. That one's on Netflix. That's an Adam Sandler Halloween movie. That's that's gonna be probably a, a nauseous face for me. Just sounds, that sounds about right. Just I mean, honestly, for me, it's a smiley face because I just don't care. It doesn't. These movies don't upset me because the ones that are just pure ca- the Netflix cra- cash grab movies where it's like they didn't even. There's no pretense about what's going on here. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they actually don't bother me that much. I'm like, this is this is more like when it's like painting a building versus like making a painting. You know, you know what I mean. I understand exactly what you're talking about, and that yeah. is a very interesting way to uh, frame those films. Yep. So <laughs> it doesn't really bother me that much. What it sucks what is, is what a casual damning indictment of an entire <laughs> like production company <laughs> it is bad when you're when you're so bad that i'm not even upset by it anymore like i literally don't even why brian talked about doing an episode on this i'm like i literally don't even what well, i don't have anything to say about it i just i just don't we also watched practical magic that one you have to rent that one's actually not streaming anywhere but i just wanted to let everybody know so that's, fuck it then that's oh. a three that's just a normal smiley it looks like it's gonna be a mr cool I'm just warning you because we did buy it because it was only a little bit more to buy it instead of rent it. And it was not. It was like a low, low smiley face. Why? Why on earth? Because it was like a 90s witchy movie with Nicole Kidman and Sarah Bullock. Right? Is that Sarah Bullock? Sarah Bullock? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sorry. I didn't know if you were- I also, I heard it in my head and I'm like, what's happening? Something's wrong here. <laughs> you feel a disturbance just. Yeah. Hold on. Also watched uh, all okay. of You season three. That show's fucking awesome. That's a Mr. Cool. Seems uh, like a really cool show. <laughs> it is. Honestly, it's only been getting better. The third one was like, you know, like you remember Dexter? I know you remember Dexter. Do you know how once you got yeah. more and more characters in there and it just started to get like, there's like lots of overlapping <laughs> stories, you know, it just got, start, got yeah. complicated and like threatening, you know, it's just very stressful. Like they do that. It's, it is very Dexter like also. Um, so I, Shouts I, out. Dexter, by the way, it's yeah, coming back coming in back. like a week or something. I started <laughs> my rewatch. Uh, so, and Dexter, by the way, many parts of Ghost Skull Alien, lots of Mr. <laughs> cool, and then like mostly <laughs> smiley face, especially later on. I was going to say, literally, I, I'd say two seasons are Ghost Skull Alien, another 
to our Mr. Cool and everything else ranges from Smiley to like Nosh. Are you doing one and four, two and three, and then the rest of them? I counted seven for my other Mr. Cool. I did two oh. and seven as Mr. Cool. Oh, yeah. I like three, seven. I don't like care about three that much. Three is whatever. Yeah, I like I the no end. I like, I like more in the ending. I don't like love it like I love season four. But like the, yeah. ending, the ending, there's some stuff in the ending. Like. It picks up towards the end. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, watch the curse. Of that of, season, not yes. the show. The, uh, the season, the show falls off of a cliff. Oh, I just, there's some stuff I like about how wild the end of the show is. <laughs> When they, cause it's, it's, it's thing where bananas, they, but it's not good. <laughs> I like bananas. Okay, I watched all of Supernatural. Like I like bananas. When that's the metric, I that makes yes. more sense now. I also wanted to try some Hammer Horror, which we'll talk about in more depth at some point. Yes, but I watched The Curse of Frankenstein on HBO. I gotta say, I gave that one a two. That is a well regarded for Hammer Horror. It's just, it's not. Because, like, it's a bad movie in any way, necessarily. Sure. It's not like it was poorly made or anything like that. It's just outdated. So it was so boring that I did. I was I was hurt by it. I was So, like, I was even little, the way it's set. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we you. were even, we had it on while we were talking, and it was still just, like, seeping into my mind. It's like, <laughs> this is a really boring movie for me right it's now. A guy, it's, it's like a guy butting into your conversation so that they can say nothing. It's like, yeah. what? you're bothering me and you're not even giving me something to work with when you bother me. Right. I also Sorry finally to got that. to watch uh, Midnight Mass, uh, which is on Netflix. More like Midnight Ass. Am I right? uh, actually, that's a Mr. Cool, yo. No, well, I... Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know when we'll get around to doing TV shows on this podcast, but I'm going to mention them at least because it was... Yeah, mentions for there, now are fine. There are some big Ghost Skull Alien moments in that, and then there's like fucking unbelievable monologuing. They monologue... <laughs> they take turns monologuing at each other, and it's like, you guys need to fucking stop. That really dragged it down, you honestly. You have a dialogue. But the, uh, the main priest... Uh, that I, I forget the actor's Hamish name. Hamish Linklater. Yes, he's uh, great. I love him. He's unbelievable in that. He fucking completely yeah. crushes it wide open. Yeah, it's oh so sick. It's, Very good it's for that alone. Honestly, uh, Night Teeth on Netflix. Just Working a, just a Mister Smiley. Teeth. Hey, uh, we'll take those. Interesting. <laughs> like a you, it can drag, it can pull you in. You know, if you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, this will be like a fun vampire romp movie and it's just like y'all just this is just sloppy and like it's oh. a lot of stuff doesn't make sense <laughs> but it is still like it's got style you know so there's some like visual okay. stuff and like some moments where you're like yeah this is cool you know like i don't i'm not upset super upset that i watched it but i definitely would not recommend it or watch it again it's a, it's a very clear smiley excellent smiley. uh and then i finally watched Look young that. <laughs> young frankenstein for the first time on amazon that's on amazon prime that's gonna be a whole episode at some point that's fair. It's gotta be. Okay. I mean, you can give your review, but or your your rating, but um, we're definitely going to talk about. I don't that know in if depth. I want to give my rating right now. For- oh, <laughs> you want to hurt me? Is that what you want? We'll just we'll just we'll just shelf that one. Just know that Young Frankenstein is a well beloved classic that ever everyone loves and lauds and talks yes. about constantly. I mean, yes, has been telling me for years that I need to watch. Just oh. don't know that it's like oh, a it's a staple no. of of cinema right this is gonna i'm gonna we're doing an episode on this where i get as many people as possible on the episode so we can scream and yell about how wrong you are i'm gonna we're gonna have to each bring in a (laughs) A bring in backup exactly i didn't hate it i didn't i'm not saying it's bad i didn't hate it we'll get to it anyways all of those all of those movies you can like 
movies and shows and everything. You can find out. Well, not the TV shows, actually. Only the movies. You can find out where to watch them on our site, thebloodystream.com. Dot com. When you search, you will find anything. If you're browsing, you'll only see horror. Uh, so please please go there and see our, see our ratings and then find out where things are streaming. Uh, Absolutely. Now, for this movie, which I almost forgot because I just had to mention so many other movies. The, <laughs> the Trip, 2021. This is The Trip, yes. You it can came watch... out, premiered, what, October 15th on Netflix, which is the only place I believe it's available. Yes, uh, yeah, it's on Netflix originally. It yeah, just only is only on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, again, you can check out thebloodystream.com <laughs> to check that out. That'll do My, it. What, what would you rate this one, Brian? Um, I, by the way, I tried to Google, I looked up Midnight Mass on uh, thebloodystream.com, and there are two films from 2003 and 2004 that look like absolute disaster called yep. Midnight Mass, so keep that in mind. We'll just, um, we'll just watch those and do an episode on that so that we can talk about how the TV show Midnight Mass is better the whole time. <laughs> just backdoor in the show yep um excellent i don't know about this movie i think i don't know i was gonna give it a miss it's either a high smiley or a low mr cool for me i'm i'm gonna go high smiley yeah I can and, and which we is can, weird. I love that I had a moment of indecision, and it was Brian. I you you know <laughs> right. the rules. You need no to one talk. Is talking. I'm gonna start, to I'm gonna just. I'll fill the silence, <laughs> and you don't want to know what I'm gonna fill it with. Uh, yeah, it's and it's yeah. for me like it is in particular dragged down by some of some of the warnings that I, that we're gonna do now. Like that's a good point. If you watch the trailer, this is very clearly like more of a like cares more about being a comedy than a horror film. If you watch it's the, a black comedy, yeah. yeah. Like it's a very dark comedy. If you watch the movie, it's like in order of what it cares about is like action, comedy, horror, probably. It's like it doesn't something like that. The I actually love the violence in it because it is very intense. They do yeah, that thing where they make very noises good. when when people get hit, so it sounds like very impactful, <laughs> you know. And they people also get when they like get kicked, they get like superhero kicked against <laughs> walls. Oh my god, <laughs> people go flying in this, um, which is great. I enjoy that a lot. Yeah, but for the for the warnings out of nowhere, there is a like a threat of sexual assault yeah. scene uh, that is then prevalent throughout the rest of the movie, and it's not treated like it's. It's treated like a joke. We have to talk about that scene because we'll I do it in detail. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that scene, to be honest. But to, I, what for, you're talking about is a very interesting point of contention for that. Yeah, for me, the big thing that I wanted to let people know is that, like, yes, yeah, sexual assault is treated lightly in this film at times. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, it yeah, it's in the area. It's prevalent. You can't just like skip past it. Very so I, exactly. I just want everybody to be aware of that. Um, there is also some, uh, I want to say homophobia. It's, it's, a yeah, yeah, there yeah. is. Uh, and there's, there's a, there's an old man with old man opinions. So yeah. take that what you will. <laughs> but the movie itself also yeah. kind of makes like that one is more explicitly. You'd have to, you'd have to pull that apart a little bit, but like, yeah. they also don't seem to yeah, take yeah. that very seriously. And, it, yes. uh, the other one was Nazi shit. There's a there's a yeah modern Nazi in it. Also, just kind of a joke, you know. Um, so that's that. I think I I have a feeling that Norwegian culture 
thinks that this is like more okay. I don't not like an insult. No, I just think that there might be something different going on over there. there. Well, yeah, I do agree with that. I mean, this is also a thing. This is also to to talk about this as well. This is kind of a not necessarily a product of the director, but like the director who is the director and writer or one of the writers on it is uh, Tommy Wirkola, who is notable for. Uh, apparently he's notable for Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, which has Jeremy Renner in it and uh, uh, some white lady. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he made something called What Happened to Monday, which also stars this film star Numi Rapace. Um, and she's but like really, a, she's like an international star. Right? She's an actual act. Yes, yeah. she does stuff. She uh, recently her one of her other recent projects is called Lamb which is an A24 yeah. produced film that looks like the most A24 movie that A24 has ever produced ever. Um, <laughs> go go watch the trailer for Lamb. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Just go watch Lamb trailer and I believe, fucking find it. I believe our dear guest Shannon went and watched it, and as far as I could parse from what they were saying, it sounded like a, like a smiley face. It's <laughs> Oh, the actual movie? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, it looks like... It's got a weird enough premise that you're like, are you going to do anything with this? Um, but really, the big thing he is also known for is Dead Snow, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, I believe, Dead Snow 2. Yeah. Uh, red is Dead is Red or something Whatever. like that. Red Dead Redemption. Um, yeah, he's cut... <laughs> My, I, yeah, I just feel like this... <laughs> red Dead. It's like Dead, you know, Dead Snow was like... People really like wanted to talk about it when it came out. I, I yeah. thought it was boring, honestly. But it was... It's that kind of thing where it's... Those those types of gimmicks, that kind of idea. I feel like this movie would have been a lot more successful if it came out like ten to twenty years ago. You know, uh, maybe I think uh, th- what's weird is I think this is oddly. I think this is his most competent film. I mean, yeah. really not saying much. I guess considering I think the, the other one, the ones. film is well made. Yeah, exactly. Like the film is well put together. Um, there, it's he kind of makes schlock. I like of what I've seen. Like he mm-hmm. makes schlock. He yeah. makes fucking stuff that. The gimmick is the thing, like the Nazi zombies. And you go, oh, it's Nazi zombies doing stuff and people fighting Nazi zombies by yeah. grabbing a thing. It's like nobody cares about plot or character in these fucking things. Um, but this does kind of rely on plot and character. I think and maybe that's why it bothered me. Is like it, there's yeah. that because like the, 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 the sexual assault scene and the uh, like references, some of the references and jokes they make are like the kind of stuff that you see in camp. Like actual movie schlock horror like, stuff, yeah. but this is built like an actual like not B horror. Like this, this feels like a real, actually well built movie. So seeing exactly. it in there when the rest of everything else in the movie is normal is like weird. It just feels bad, honestly. A- absolutely, it it, it kind of made me. I went on a very weird roller coaster with this movie, where I was like, uh, during the first part of this movie, I'm like, this isn't even like this is a fun black comedy, yeah that I'll count for horror because of like the violence in it so it. far, yeah. which like fine. Yeah. Um, and then like it drops into like, this is for me. I was like, this is very serious. Like this is the, that whole scene. Yeah. I was like, you, these actors are too good for this right. to be treated as schlock. Like I didn't to, to bring your point up and we're not necessarily in spoilers, but just keep this in mind. Um, I was very like, in that scene, I didn't take it that the movie was playing it for a joke, which is what I was confused about because it kind of was. But it also, like, but the vibe and, like, the shots mm-hmm. 
very much made it clear, especially the performances made it clear, like, this isn't a joke. Like, this isn't funny. This is, like, the reveals of what happened in there aren't, like, laughs. They're, the only laughing in there is cruel. Like, it's not nice sort of things. Like, the audience isn't meant to laugh with it, was what I caught from it. And then it goes back into, like, horror action comedy territory. So I was a bit confused by the movie most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I got we got to get into spoiler territory before okay. I can be more details about Specific, that. Specific, of course. Uh but yeah, in general the vibe is pretty much as Brian described it. It does like kind of weave in and out of like that kind of uh the the quippy like they do the thing where it's like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, one day ago and it'll say that in like big letters, you know, yeah. big yellow letters if you that should that to me already like brings up the image of like what kind of like quip like wit they're doing in the movie you know moving around and like back and forth yeah they have some like very funny like digs at each other the characters absolutely so like there are moments that are very very funny in it the Uh, mains are great like yeah but it does it does switch over to like actual like serious situations but then just like right back to like goofy comedy and it's just like i don't it's very discordant to me, you know. It's absolutely that's what what pulls it back into just smiley face territory for me and stops it from like ascending any higher. Exactly. Um, I don't. I don't. It's the movie's really well constructed. I think it's the vibe that is, and like the narrative also well done. The vibe yeah. is the one that is like for that's like one of the only examples <laughs> that I have of the vibe being the one that is the problem here. Honestly, being so much of a muddled, weird thing that you're yeah. like, I can't give this too high of marks for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, yeah. That, if any of that sounds like interesting to you, if you don't care about some of the, the warnings that we've given, then you'd you probably enjoy it. It's, and it it's is, in it is Norwegian. Good. Yeah. Or as the, as that. the, uh, as the website says, language, no. <laughs> so <laughs> do we want to, yo, what there, that's, there's no language. There was one, one of the lines I literally went. This doesn't make sense. I don't... What you just did, physically, what my ears went, I don't believe any of that is what the subtitles said. I think they just dubbed something in. Anyway. I I will say, Netflix has started just defaulting the language to your native language. So, it was on English for me when I first popped it open. Oh, really? And I had to, like, look up what the actual language is so that because there's no like it's not at the top of the list or anything like you have to know which one it is so that you can switch the audio to the correct language which i would do because these are good actors you know and like no, the, absolutely yeah you the little i heard of the uh of the english one was like their voiceover actors they're not oh. yeah anyway. i don't mind it that much but like it's something like this you gotta, oh, I you gotta have so. the real yeah. i can never like but watch. I'm watching. Anyway. I'm talking about like when I'm watching, you know, just like an anime. I don't. I don't. Really sure. Know. Sure. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's pop off that spoily doily, and do our sensual thumb circle to open the spoiler configuration. I did the hand motion of the lament, yep. doing the turn yep, and dropping back down. Every time they make it like they talk about it they make it look many times like the spoiler configuration can do a lot of things but oftentimes it's like you should, there's like one thing you can lift and turn and put back down there is and there the, is the circle spins and that's it there's like, a little part that pops out one of the times and then you push it back in so that you get the thumb circle you do that and then it goes up and over and back down you're yeah. like cool great you know they sell lament configurations we should, i'm gonna we buy should, one we should I'm buy buying one it. i'm buying hell one. yeah it's um it's already in the cart even though it isn't uh, they're anyway. expensive <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh. 
so I let's let's just start with with the elephant in the room, which is that that scene that we referenced several times, which is when okay. the well, all right. First of all, the <laughs> for anybody who hasn't watched, yeah, like- yeah whoever <laughs> who hasn't watched the movie, it's a husband and wife. They're going to rekindle their marriage at a cabin, but they've actually both already decided to kill each other at said cabin. So while they're in the middle of doing that, three uh, escaped con- uh, people who've escaped from prison for we don't know what their crimes were. Um, we assume very, very violent. I was going to say, we d- <laughs> uh, have been hiding in their attic, like coincidentally at the same time and end up in the fray. And then everybody is just, it's, it's just, it's a fight after mayhem that, after that. Yeah. yeah. It's a mayhem. But when they, yeah. when they first get captured by the, the people who escaped from prison, they have them down in the basement and this, so the the scene start, they, they're like, okay, we've already set like up one of the characters yeah. as like, being very like sex focused i was gonna say here's i'm gonna be crude i'm very much gonna be crude but i'm I'm just saying it the the characters are they're not characters they're caricatures to be completely fair like these criminal the mains numi rapace and axel henny the uh, lars and lisa who are the couple we're talking about are fully fleshed out characters with multiple like you know multifaceted interesting people who change and grow through the thing the three convicts are cardboard cutouts of people like one is a criminal one is a rapist and one is a nazi like those are their defining traits there's nothing really to them other than that um so yeah one of them is very much gross he's a rapist he's very sexually focused sort of thing um yeah you're gonna probably hear hear that language a lot for yeah. the next few minutes. So, it's not like... So be careful for I that. also have no intention of being kind to this movie, so I apologize for the crass language, but uh, yes. this is what the movie has led me to do. Yeah, so I believe Dave is the rapist. It's Petter, Petter Dave, and Petter. Roy. yes. Uh, so Dave is, is shown earlier looking at the picture of both of both the, the main characters and implying that, you know, he wants to be bad. Uh, when they're in the basement and he's like, he doesn't even want to finish the conversation that they're having you know where they're establishing like hey we're criminals we're hiding here he wants to immediately get, get to, to it yeah yeah uh then this this is a moment that like also really hurt me with the characters because like the implication is that he's about to rape lisa and that they're all going to do it uh and lars says what does he say like maybe now you'll be satisfied yeah, that because was she had earlier said like, that he didn't satisfy her during sex and that, it was like jesus ugh. fucking christ Lord. yeah that that one was like i i don't know that that's such a i get what they're trying to do in that like i get where like because that's what Jorge just did is how the criminals react to yeah. him saying that they go like whoa <laughs> like they're like oh my god um, you're a real bastard yeah like which is Wait like it. i get the joke of that it's just i think for me specifically is most jokes regarding in the vicinity of threats of sexual violence just go away i it's a very serious situation yeah. for me to watch so i'm like no i don't want to there's no laughing here at this point um honestly when they laugh at when they they're like holy shit at his comment that part yeah. is funny even yeah, exactly like it's, uh, it's clearly a joke like but that is a the the implication of him making that that character who is a real character and yeah. not in b-horror territory is a, like a real flesh out character making that comment at that time just there's an implication of that he's like oh like 
he's like almost happy that this is happening to her. Like he thinks yeah. it's her just desserts, it, you know? It's not, this isn't like, the idea behind this isn't, it, it, you have all these quips and this back and forth and this bickering between the two, but like, and you get the comedy out of it in a lot of ways, but it's not like they're both despicable people. Yeah. And they're doing this. Like, you know, they're not both like rat bastards. And you're like, ah, cool. It's all fair game. Of course he would say that because he's like, he right. hates his wife so much that blah, blah, blah. But like, he doesn't. He's very just clearly unhappy with the situation and like all these sort of things. Um, it, so yeah, it was a very weird departure for him to say that. Yeah, because leading up to it, the the way that they've hated each other and the way that they've wanted to kill each other has been like the way that it is in a cartoon or a sitcom or something. You know, it's, where it's, I got spy versus spy vibes for like part of this movie was literally yeah. just them turning the tables over and over again and doing like s- the plans almost getting sillier each like yeah time. they. Yeah. They mention that uh, that Lisa has cheated on Lars, but that's not even the focus of anything. It is like most. It's like partly for the money, and then most of the focus you see, honestly, like really well done on the trip up, is them just doing little things, and the other one just like looking at them, being like, "I fucking hate that you do this annoying little thing." Like just being annoyed by the small stuff eating away at the relationship over the years is like that's great. I love that. that. It's all good and goofy and fun, and it's nice. And like this is it. We go to such extremes here, you know? Oh, dude, the first 30 minutes of this movie, whatever, until this scene, I was like, this is an easy Mr. Cool. Like, this is this is right. great. This is fun. This is quippy. This is, like, the premise is absurd enough, and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I, I think that the movie really just doesn't take sexual assault seriously at all, you know? Because they are, yeah. they, they do little things like that, that that show to me that, like, they think that this is a joke. Because then we see that, uh, it, what did I say, Dave is about to seemingly go to rape Lisa uh and then the uh Petter Hetter Petter, Petter uh, yeah you is call like him Peter if you want but yeah it's fine I have I I need to keep switching back oh, to yeah. the cast list um <laughs> Petter then refers to him as queer Dave which yeah. is like you you use the, like the nice term queer now I don't know if it's the nice <laughs> like, term over right. there. Were you trying to be? I, don't, I actually now don't know if they were trying to be more or less insulting yeah. with it. I, well, because it's also discordant for them to try to be less insulting by calling him queer Dave, but then they're making jokes about him like raping people. You know? Y- yeah. Which I don't know. It's yeah. But then he's so it turns out he's gonna he's gonna rape Lars instead of Elisa. Uh, and then we get to a very long scene where it's about to happen. We watch yeah. Lars like brutally beg for it not to happen and to not be murdered and things like that. And just no more very, jokes during any of that. That's exactly like I don't get the point of like I I was thinking about this in the car uh, in between from watching this and and recording, and I was like, is is the movie like using this as like a gotcha on lar like is the movie treating this like a not humbling but like something along those lines for lars like oh jokes on you you're the one who's about to get cuz you made that comment like i don't get that and i also I, hate that like i think if a movie I fucking hate that so much the I, use I, of threats of sexual violence on people to like for being bad. I'm like, no, it doesn't that's not how that works. Anyway. Yeah, like one, I I'm okay with rape being in movies under very sure. extreme circumstances if it's like about like, you know yeah, usually if it's fucking important to the like yeah. In horror it's almost always exploitation, right? Like that's where we get like the revenge films from. Um yes. oftentimes. And I don't I don't really care about I think that's just a cheap way to like 
increase the gravity of a situation, right? Yeah. Uh, which is part of what they're doing here, I think, and also part of like the whole like calling him uh, queer Dave. That was a joke. Like that was meant to play yeah. as a joke, like for sure. Because he Lar, they cut to Lars's surprised expression, and I'm yeah. like, that is that's exactly what it is. Is like, oop, oh no. Not I, actually gonna rape your wife, but you like yeah. And on it, I mean, like I I do have that initial feeling of like good because he was like so awful to his like he was ready to let happen to her. But I'm like, this is not what I'm here for, you know. Th- that's the thing about well, I think it's also because for me that the line we're talking about that maybe you'll be satisfied feels so forced to me for Lars that mm. I'm like. I don't feel like he I feel like you put that line in there to say that it's okay for this joke to happen now mm-hmm. because he's that way. You know what I mean? Like it it just came out of nowhere for me, so I'm like, "Ugh, I don't like this feels so staged and propped up to like set up the joke." And I'm like, "This didn't work for me, fellas." And now I'm just in this harrowing almost rape scene and I yeah. would not like to be here at all. Like but then uh, Lars continues to act like a slug for a while. Like, he continues to be, like, the worst. You know, he, like, does not respond to Lisa when she tries to, like, make amends a little bit, you know, since they they think they're going to die. Um, I, the only thing, I, I get what you mean, but I didn't even take it that, like, I didn't even see that as that. I know, it, like, it was a little surprising when he first... The thing that most surprised me was when he walked away and didn't untie her and just fucking left. Yeah. Like, when he just walked up the stairs. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. That was the weird... That was like, oh, I don't like that. But everything else, like, he's... Once he gets into that mode is... I'm like, yeah, I get it. Um, I don't know. It's strange. But that's 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 a good, like, 20 to 20 minutes at least where he it's is more just than being I'm... a huge bastard. Like... That is, I, it's more than just the one throwaway line, right? Like, for a while, yeah. his character is different than what his character is the rest of the movie, you know? Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird segment, because then we get to, it, it's not where it, well, it, it, the the place where that kind of ends, and he kind of goes back to being Lars in, like, a good yeah. way, like, Lars is the thing in the closet, where he gets to do his I, talk and say. I was going to say, like, right when he shows up with the knife. To actually defend Lisa. Oh, sure. He's also sure, like sure, back sure. in the movie. Back that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a pal and not just trying to run away from himself. That yeah, that's right. That makes that makes more sense. It's I don't know. It's strange. Although that scene I like a lot. That scene I thought was great. That oh, yeah. scene, uh that was an example of like where I appreciated the the filmmaking of this movie because I I I assume Tommy Ricola is a fan of Edgar Wright because I got serious like yeah Shaun of the Dead fight scene vibes in like yeah. part of that little kitchen fight scene like some of the zooms and like moves and like expression you know like um yeah expressions and like sound design they did in a little bit of that really felt like you felt this frenetic pace that you get in like a Hot Fuzz or a Shaun of the Dead where you're like aping action movies in a lot of ways for sure um, they did a, a lot yeah. of like zoom in right when like yeah. the hit comes exactly like, yeah it's for sure i the i want to just finish off the last uh couple things that I, really yes. bother me about the movie which is the uh like you said the the grandfather has a lot of opinions and then the way the movie <laughs> itself treats queer dave um all like homophobic in different ways yeah and uh the stuff with Roy being a Nazi and also not liking Swedish people 
No, just he like, does not. No, that is an anti-Semitism thing. Oh, okay. They in, in the wedding. So this is the thing about that other the scene that you're talking about with the wedding picture. Uh, Dave picks up the wedding picture of uh, Lars and Lisa. In it, you can see that Lars is wearing a yarmulke. Oh. Yes. So what happens is he picks up the thing and he licks his lips and then he puts it down and Roy comes over to it and spits on the picture. Yeah. Because yep. he's in Nazi and he's in, that's why he doesn't like people like I didn't, that. Yeah. I did not catch that they were Jewish. Yes, and, they are. Uh, <laughs> Because yes. I assume that's like what it would be for, but I'm like, I, this movie has made no indication to me that they are Jewish, so I'm going to assume it's a Swedish Because <laughs> the She's the th- only Swede in the movie. Like. I also, well, he doesn't, he never says anything like that to Lars. And Correct. Yeah, the, that's true. The tattoos that he showed her were not Nazi tattoos that I'm familiar with. I'm sure they're, they were. They're runes. Yeah. They're, which they're is, old Nordic runes, which right, I Which fucking, made me think that it's a Norwegian thing against Sweden. Ah, no. It's just Nazis co-opt fucking gotcha. runes and say we're dead. Which is. Norwegians got rune shit, right? Yeah. This is. It's all Norse. Old Norse root. Like, right. you know, this Scandinavian area is where we're talking about when we mention Norse stuff. Um, I did love that scene because I audibly <laughs> went, he, he's pointing at his rune tattoos and he goes, mm-hmm. do you know what these mean? And I go, not what you're about to say. I know that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, but, uh, it's those things that change, that yeah. fuck up the vibe and like are problematic. But besides that, so like closing away those, putting those in a box, putting those to the side non for factor. now, we put now those talking about the rest of the movie. I think there is a lot to enjoy here. One of the, Definitely. One of the things that like you were saying is like the action, the scene in the kitchen's awesome. I'm still thinking about like the bottle of wine ending up under oh. Roy's head and then her like shoving his head down into Stomping it. Stomping into his head and breaking Stomping. it through the bottle. Yeah. Oh, so sick. And yeah. then just like slipping around in the wine for the rest of it. It is like <laughs> prolonged. Lots of stuff happens. It Roy is like actually like standing up to them the, in the way that he should for his size, you know? Yes. Like he's he a monster. When uh, when Lisa's like jumping on his back to grab him, you just see that it does not affect his. He's not. He doesn't like stagger or anything. You know, he's, he do, he's, doing, he's still doing what he was doing with no resistance. Yeah, I just love those those scenes where you really feel like this is a big fucking guy, and they're yeah. in a lot of trouble. Uh, so that 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 one in particular, I think, <laughs> hey, is really? like one of the better ones. <laughs> All of the melee fight scenes are basically like. Lars and Lisa have no chance unless it's two on one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is good. I like that because they're just people, and these other guys are like well, um, bigger and you know people who have killed other people before. Yeah. Like they're not. Yeah. And other movies you might see like they they think of one clever thing and they do it and then they're they're good for a little bit, <laughs> but they try stuff like that repeatedly and it's just not enough. Like they, these people just keep fighting. So yeah, um, it's very entertaining in that. Regard. I like that. I do I, the amount of time. Well, which it's a good sign because I was rooting for these characters to survive. The amount of times they leave people fucking fine. I was like, stop it. Kill yeah. it. Like they knock out Roy at one point And I'm like, cool. Grab that knife that's right under him and just stab him in the heart. And just right. be like, be done with this. Um, I thought they were done when he like does the, the horizontal slash across his chest and all the dude, blood explodes out of it. That him. looked so sick too. Like yeah, that was the effect sweet. was good. <laughs> but yeah. he come, he's come roaring good. back at him. Yeah. They also, like, after each fight, they're noticeably more beat up. <laughs> they look like complete dog shit by Dude, the end of the movie, and I think it's great. Lars looks like a fucking ghost covered in absolute <laughs> viscera. 
Um, by the way, I, I Lars is the character's name. Uh, he does vaguely remind me of a Norwegian Bill Burr just from yeah. his look. Oh, yeah. I couldn't yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this number of shots. I go, the fuck's Bill Burr doing this? Oh, it's not him. It's just somebody else. Um, so if I ever refer to him like that, keep that in mind. Um, but I love great. the way that uh, Petter looked. Honestly, Petter looks like a fucking disgusting. Fucking sl- talk about a slug. Oh just, my god! They didn't make him into like a cool like no. I murder people for money guy. He's, he looks like he, well, he's like kind of portly. He has a big beard. He like got just, the long I don't, curly hair and the big beard, and he's just fucking chilling on their couch watching a fucking trivia yeah. show, knowing all the answers. I could have been prime minister if I was born in a different. Oh my! Hood. I fucking love the arrogance of that line. I think it's yeah. so good because Roy is like, "You could have been a teacher," and he's like, "Teacher, I could have been prime minister if I was born in the right place." Yeah. And I'm like, Which... "Oh fuck you, you fat slug, you piece <laughs> of shit!" Like, not that there's anything wrong with being fat. We just it's correct. I'm just just describe. Hey, I'm also <laughs> <laughs> let Petter be for that. Fine, um, you piece of shit. Uh, I I liked him as a villain a lot. Oh, he I liked, think he's a very compelling villain. I appreciate that he's not like a slick mastermind type. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's a mastermind in that he was able to think, "Hey, this guy knows somebody here, so we should do that." Like thing. Um, I thought the uh, only using people as long as they're useful thing the was value kind of thing. Yeah, it was kind of forced, honestly. Uh, yeah, it, it's really. I wasn't even about I was fine with like the setup of that. Like fine him going like the No no the the there's a setup and a payoff to that because uh-huh. Numi Rapace has a line at the end talking about that. Yeah. Where like so like I was fine with the first scene where we go um where Roy is like, I heard you killed all these people for the because you want to share the loot. He's like, No, I got rid of them because they didn't add value anymore. Like, I'm fine with the idea of, like, the mastermind just being, hey, this guy's useful, this guy's useful, let's use them, and then... Yeah, no, the idea is When they're done, yeah. They talked about it repeatedly, and he kept saying it. It's weird, yeah. That's... Yeah, yeah, I didn't... I'm like, okay, this isn't a thing. There's a lot of... Fucking Chekhov would be furious at this movie with the amount of things... The amount of guns left on the mantelpiece in this movie is fucking ridiculous. Like, Like, Like what? They set up like half of the fucking weapons in this and they just aren't used. You know what I mean? Like they set up the gun cabinet, which does get brought up. They take all the guns out. There's a couple of things that do get set up, but like all of his tools that he brings to kill his wife, they don't turn or the hammer. I was like, he's going to use that to kill Petter or he's going to like give it to her and she's going to use it. They just didn't, it never brought up. And I'm like, didn't even consider it. Spent so many shots dealing with this. Why? What the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? The, uh, the rock, the rocks came back up. That is true. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like half of the thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. They do set up stuff and pay it off, but I feel like they act, maybe they accidentally set up stuff and I'm just like noticing it going, oh, all of these are coming back. That's wild. And then like half of them didn't. I'm trying to remember <laughs> where the hammer ended up. It's probably just on the ground in one it's of those rooms. Just longingly on the ground as all this other blood is around. It's going, I wish I could spill blood. Um, yeah. The yeah. Uh, the other violence that happens is like near the end of the movie. The, when the grandfather shows up, that's like pretty <laughs> funny. I feel like the movie was acting like it's a little funnier than it is. Maybe I've just like seen like things like that more. Like his scene of being a crotchety old man. 
and he, well, him showing up and being a badass during all the fights. Oh, like every time that he yeah, continues that to be okay. alive and continue to fight people and be good <laughs> at it, I did enjoy that. I yeah, I enjoyed it that. It is funny. They, I, I no, go ahead. The movie's attitude was just like, this is really funny. We're this good really, to actually yeah. put pause on look the movie. How fucking hilarious! Look how funny is. it is to have an old strong guy. And yeah, I'm like all um, right, you guys relax. It's just normal funny. He's a war veteran. Um, I fucking audibly laughed when <laughs> there is a scene. Uh, where a lawnmower is going to be used, which was another setup that did pay off. I remember, yeah. like, they do a very big close-up shot on it at, towards the beginning, and I'm like, "Good, we're getting a lawnmower, awesome." Um, but <laughs> uh, the the grandfather ends up, or the dad ends up getting fucking. That's <laughs> so oh. we're just calling him grandfather because he's, he's old. Just an old man. Um, he gets fucking his stomach, like his fucking chest and stomach, just fucking put into the lawnmower pretty fucking callously. Um, a- another example of, like, the characters running away, and I'm like, y'all have them on the ropes. He's gonna hurt someone, beat yep. his ass to death, like, you know, hit him sort of thing. Um, but, like, he gets fucking, rah, 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 like, his chest and his stomach mm-hmm. into the fucking lawnmower. And Very then, like, alive. we cut over later, and he just goes, and like he like wakes up from being dead on the lawnmower and i'm yep. like i just i went ha! because i was like what the fuck is happening at this point yeah see a lot of a lot of bits are just like they care more about the the comedy of it than yeah anything else which so it's, you get fucking whiplash with this movie honestly it just is all over the place that's that's the thing which i'm fine with I'm fine with people being, like, technically more durable than they are. Or, you yeah, know, no, main same. characters having a little bit of plot armor because fucking whatever. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it, it's just when you keep ping-ponging back and forth to what the tone of the movie is, it makes me go, then why did this happen in here? Or why was this seen the way this was? Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I do like... They when they first arrive at the cabin, there's several things that you see that then during flashbacks you get to see why they are that way. So like little things like Lars not being able to find his striped sweater that we find out yeah. that Dave is wearing, <laughs> uh, and like the chips on the ground, uh, and little little things like that. I did enjoy it. like the uh, the security system not working Absolutely. because Roy just popped it open, Roy. busted it to pieces. <laughs> Roy's care. funny, dude. Roy is Roy is funny because he's dumb. Yeah, Roy yeah. is funny because he's a he's one of those silly we will, characters. We will who's never like, get over like classic big dumb guy. Exactly, like just fucking a goon, a brute, yeah. like whatever you want to call it. Um, that trope is fucking great. He fucking he has a there's a disgusting scene of him having to take a shit. Oh. in the fucking attic where they're all hiding because he ate some berries while they were escaping through the woods and fucking better's just. He keeps, like, coaching him through the sentence, basically. He's like, why do you think you have a bad stomach? And Roy's just, maybe. And Peter immediately, maybe. Because of the fucking berries. Yes, exactly. Because of the berries. He's like, just think. Think about it. Think think about about it. it. Maybe he was like, was it the berries? The berries. Yes. (laughs) That that part is hilarious. Exactly, yeah. The. By the the way. The shit scenes? (laughs) What? Year is it, and what is the target audience that, age here? It's very... why do we have full poop? I really would rather watch the invisible cat pooping on a sandwich <laughs> in uh, in Nightbooks than I would the fucking this scene, dude. 
So much of him just <laughs> grunting through his poop. Just grunting and like those gross 2005 fucking sound effects of poop and fart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then you- that tr- it turns out to be a Chekhov's poop because later on when the the ceiling busts down on top of Petter, all the poop comes down on top of him. <laughs> they literally come back around to it. Which I'm just there's, like, you guys think this is so funny. How really, old are you? They really do because I, there's another part that I fucking love. There's just one of these. There's just this shot, this wide shot inside of the attic where Petter is asleep in the middle of the floor and fucking Roy and Dave are talking over to the right side. And on the left side, there's like a faint shaft of light that is just on the poop that's in oh, the Oh, I didn't even notice that. I, dude, I didn't notice it either. I look, I was just like scanning the screen because it's like, we stay on that shot for a little while. And I just look over, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> is that the, that's the proverbial poop. I'm so angry right now. See, that's um, kind of funny even it from was, the sound it, of like, it. it, it wasn't bad it's just like it's very juvenile humor yeah. so. and like we are clearly we, we have no issue with juvenile humor here but like come on you guys enough is enough get over it it's poop it is there is a part where you interrupted our movie with with massive poop for joke. this for just a big poop joke um i do love that when petter fucking <laughs> gets the poop on his face he just yells shit <laughs> <laughs> see see that's we even like it you know but it's a lot funnier to talk about yes. in theory than it is when you're trying to watch a movie you it's know and it's just like you were this has nothing to do with anything it, yes that's a that's a very good point um yeah. it again it is weird because of how everything is set up and how things interact with each other it feels like three different movies are fighting each other in this. Yeah. like they're incongruously like grinding up against each other like someone only had these puzzle pieces left and went I'm make I'm finishing this puzzle with whatever pieces yeah. I have. Yeah. No, it's a it's a kill your darlings also situation where it's just like yeah, kill I know poop. you like the I know you like the poop scene. <laughs> cut the poop scene. Cut the fucking rape scene, dude. The, you don't need it. Put, it. put it in yeah. one of your your B horror movies and I, don't show it to me. That's also the thing about that is like I was aware of the kind of I, I could feel what kind of movie this was on some level like even during the first part i was like uh, sorry the way i knew that is because of the way fucking uh victor dies because victor dies like he is a fucking uh animatronic a muppet being thrown across yeah. the stage like that's literally how his body goes flying when he gets shot victor is literally called idiot and stupid and is just this like guy he's a guy who helps out at their house who uh, Lars hires to help him kill Lisa. And so, like, he... It, that, this is where the tables keep turning on people over and over again. <laughs> that part was great. That, it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, and, like, again, he goes flying. Like, he, they have... Like, his yeah, death is love it. comedic. It is a black comic death. It's funny, but it's dark. You're like, oh, my God. Um, so when I saw that, I'm like, okay, this is the type of movie this is. So when we got to the attempted sexual assault scene... I'm like, there's no way any of this happens. Like, right. this gets stopped right at the edge. It's going to be rough. I was rough. pretty sure, too, but, like, I I don't know. I don't know these Norwegians, man. That's, I don't fucking... When it's I get a foreign what you film, mean. you never know what... Because we're used to American films. You never know when they're going to break formula, you know? It's a very good point. They're already doing it. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it's very strange in that regard, but, like, it's what also kept... Like, you know, there was no... There wasn't any value for that 
to that scene for me anyway. But even if it had been in a movie that like made sense for it, I still wouldn't have found value for it. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. No, there's no reason to have it. Cut please, it. please stop. Please yeah, we'll don't do, do that. <laughs> it, yeah. Enough. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, really but go, for it, yeah. Har- harping more on, on what you're talking about with the tables turning, like at the beginning, I did really like it's first we're following Lars and then we see like right when he's about to try to kill Lisa and then Lisa manages to tase him. And so he wakes up with her having tied him up, but then Victor comes in and they get Lisa. <laughs> and so then Lisa wakes up with They're Lars tied. having tied her up, uh, and that, that little, and then they both wake up with the, with the, uh, the, the escaped people having like tied them up. Exactly. So I, I that the continuous wake up thing is funny. Again, I was gonna say again, this is competently made. Our our hesitations on it have nothing to do with the quality of the film. I actually think it's very good. It looks very. Um, I watched uh, another round, which is a Danish film starring Mads mm. Mikkelsen. Um, Ooh, which is it's very good. It's very sad. Like you know, it's kind of a depressing oh. fucking film. But like, no, it's good. It's still. It, it is still positive, but it is kind of serious. Like, all of these movies, I'm not going to lie, this is my stereotyping for Scandinavians. Y'all may, yep. y'all, y'all are too serious all the time. Y'all got to get some honest to God, like, get a seasonal lamp so you don't fucking get sad all of the time. Because <laughs> everything's sprinkled with, like, this just darkening. I mean, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, um, that whole original series which by the way Numi Rapace plays Lisbeth Salander in the Swedish version the actual the Swedish version right. which is the actual version of the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series of movies so um another place where you can find her if you Numi like Numi Rapace movie. is a good one to have in your back pocket for the movie she would fucking crush it um anyway if you don't know how to play the movie game, let me know and I'll explain it to you not in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> we'll play it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't need anybody to watch me get completely fucking crushed in the movie game. <laughs> we'll bring Devin on, so it's yeah. like, you you don't have to get crushed immediately. Yeah. Um what was I saying? I mean that's that's pretty no much idea. that's pretty much all I got for it. Like Um Violence, humor, inappropriate stuff. That's that's it. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird, wacky, not really wacky. Like it, this should have been more wacky than it I was. I wish it stayed as wacky as it was at the beginning. Yes, like oh, I will also say this is just me being very. Uh, this is in the realm of these movies. Um, uh, Dave's uh, cock and balls are shot off by a shotgun in this movie. It's not mm-hmm. on screen. But uh, I have no qualms with any rapist in these types of movies getting their cock and ball shot off. Um, Of course. It is the Uh, correct move all the time. For sure. I also don't give them the satisfaction of me enjoying it because they They... oftentimes make the rape happen just so that to give the audience the satisfaction of the penis being shot off pretty much. That's the... Yes, I do... No, sir. 100% agree with you. And, like, it does undercut it in that regard. Also... uh, this is not it's a yeesh thing to like look at. Fucking Lars kicks Dave's knee backwards. Oh, yeah. I there is it's like a classic fucking video of a fucking guy doing the leg press. 
This is like yeah. a meme. Yeah, 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 the yeah, viral yeah. video, a guy doing the leg press and pushing too hard, and his fucking legs go. Ugh. Yeah, I, I had to look away from this. It's not even a bad fucking image on the screen. I had to look away because I, I have nightmares of that happening to me in every situation imaginable. Don't lock <laughs> if, your legs. If yeah. I'm ever, I never do. They're always. Uh, I actually really like that part. It's good. Uh, no, because well, it doesn't bother me in movies. But like, uh, it's because the way that um, that Dave is sitting there with his leg yeah. propped up, and he's like, "No more pain, no more pain, no more pain." And you see that Lars is standing there, and it's something about Lars's expression where his <laughs> mouth is just like slack a little bit. Yeah, and then he just very quickly does it. And uh, that, the the timing of it was actually like really well done. So it it landed for me. It was like very funny. Abs- no, it's a very satisfying scene. I only looked away at the payoff because i couldn't look at that like i just have trouble mm. with that image but like i, I love that scene time because he did it so quick where he's he's like fucking it's these great like they set up the wide shot part of this so well and then they keep doing close-ups of like dave's face his knee like mm-hmm. touching it moving it and then they keep cutting back they intercut it with the wide shot so you don't even notice you you could blink and you miss it sort of thing of like when lars enters the wide shot because yeah. he's just standing there at one point in the wide shot, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Lars is right there. It's so good, though. Yeah, the actor does the expression right before oh hitting the legs so good. That's, like, what made it for me. Uh, I, so yeah, there's there's yeah. A, just such genuinely funny moments like that. And if they were, the whole movie was just that, I would be like, this would be easy, Mr. Cool. <laughs> it's really just change that one scene around, and I would have had no problem. Change it to what's in the fucking... The fake movie at the end of this scene. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. I love that so much because Lars that's and Lisa exactly are, how it happened. They're a director and actress couple, so that's where like a lot of things from. And they end up the way they solve their problems is by turning this encounter into a movie itself. <laughs> but they do an American one, so it's all people speaking just English super hard, yeah, they, <laughs> including. Uh... Uh, Lars, and what you hear him speak English, and I'm like, I this is a cursed image. <laughs> the, uh, so used to you speaking Norwegian that I can't fucking deal with you just saying English words. Oh, that's funny. In my memory, when I read the when I watch a movie with subtitles, it my memory of that always translates into everybody speaking English. I don't remember like <laughs> reading subtitles. I remember Lars speaking English the whole time. Like it doesn't even register for me that he's all of a sudden speaking English. Uh, that's just how my brain works. But the uh, there's there things of being a director and writer. They have such good ways of insulting each other in that like first third of the movie. Yeah, when they're working on killing each other. There's just little things that happen all the time where uh, Lisa tells him his, her plan for killing him, and he's like, "See, that's that's where that's where you made your mistake because you're a terrible fucking actress. Yeah, and nobody's I gonna love, believe that." Oh my god! I fucking, like that's such a mean line. It's such a catty line that I yeah. love. Like, oh my god. The the thing it's with like, terrible. remember how I told you to move to Norway to I fucking? I lied. I I'm fucking a lied to you. Than you are. That's, that's what he's saying. Because yeah. I'm a fucking better actor than you are. So good. Oh, um, the only small little piece of trivia I had to look up because I don't fucking know Norwegian words. Um, although I loved, I loved his quibble about um, a Gurk and Gurka. It's the Swedish yeah. versus the Norwegian word, and how because they're playing Scrabble at one point, and he's like, "This is fucking Norwegian edition, so it's Agur. You only get these points." She's like, "Fuck you! I was gonna win with that bitch." 
Um, I think she says, like, I win, bitch, sort of thing to him. Um, Triple word score, bitch. But he, like, it's a weird... That's what it was. Um, I think it's also where I understand where you're... The confusion about the whole Swedish thing versus Jewish thing in the, uh, with Roy. Because, like, uh, Lars makes note of her being Swedish mm-hmm. versus... Norwegian like yeah there's this divide in that regard too which was didn't really do anything to be honest mm. but like it's just there and I was like oh okay um the one thing I noticed on the Scrabble board or that was pointed out is that the words dead and snow yeah. are yeah that was in their Norwegian form which is very clearly still dead and snow it's da- yeah like <laughs> I can't yeah. pronounce it. During the fucking credits, I was laughing because so many of the words, some of them I'm like, oh, I get it. I get what you're saying, but it's very, like, a very different word than what we would say. Like, cinematographers, like, photographing or something like, you know, like, it's, mm-hmm. it looks different, but you're like, I get the idea. Producer and executive producer are just executive producer, but with K's and S's instead of just, like, X's and C's. I'm like, hey, you can't, come on, guys. Like, just... Sometimes, man. Words to technologies. Don't get yeah. me started on language. Oh, we can't do that. Yeah, we'll never get let's, out of let's, here. Let's, we should get out of here. We, we'll call. We'll call it here. Um, yeah. Uh, if you can get past the one uncomfortable scene, if it doesn't make you uncomfortable, I think you'll have a fun, wild ride of a time with this movie. Yeah. Same. So. <laughs> big big thank you to Eyes of Astoria for a wonderful theme song, Dead Walk. You can catch John from Eyes of Astoria on several of our episodes that I won't try to remember there. right now because I haven't been doing them back to back to back. Thank you for being a friend and not doing that. Yeah. If you want to see exactly which episodes they are, you can check out the, the, the podcast people page on thebloodystream.com where you, you can look at John from Eyes of Astoria and there'll be a list of all the episodes that he's been on. Absolutely. Um, we want to big sh- give a big shout out to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. Uh, you can find them at Downey Siblings on social media, D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings as in brother and sister, or you can go to getdowney.com to find their stuff. Um, you can also find us on social media at Bloody Stream Pod, both Twitter and Instagram, and we will... Remember if there's anything else, and I don't think there is, so we will talk to you. (laughs) Same bloody time. Same bloody channel.